0: We are honored to have on the program today Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt and uh, Governor good morning and thanks for spending a few minutes with us.
1: Hey, good morning. It's so good to be on with uh, all my friends and Oklahoma.
0: Well, uh, we've got a the legislative session starting out here in uh, just a couple of weeks and I know uh, you've got a lot of things that you want to uh, try to get through, uh, but let's just talk about some things that have taken place over the last couple of weeks that you'd like to you'd like to highlight today.
1: Yeah, well, first off, I don't know if everybody saw it, but I had Kevin O'Leary from the Shark Tank. Uh, He was in town uh, this week, and we had dinner with him, and we showed him a lot of assets around the state. And what was interesting about him is how much he is investing in states like Oklahoma. And he was like, we have got to tell the message out there that, you know, you should not be investing. There's no possible way, in his words, that he would invest in California, New York, Connecticut, Massachusetts, these anti-business climates that are over-regulating business, over-taxing people. And so he was just very, very positive on Oklahoma, and he loves our energy advantage. And it's something I talk about all the time because we have such a great oil and gas um, you know, resources here. We have all of the above approach, and it's led to – most affordable energy costs in the country. We're actually number two ranked right now in the nation. Uh, We kind of fluctuate in there, but it's just amazing, uh, uh, an affordable, reliable grid, how important that is to CEOs, to investments, to manufacturing, uh, to data centers. And so uh, we were showing him off Oklahoma and, and we're excited to get more dollars and more jobs coming into our
0: state. You mentioned energy, and uh, we talked with a couple of state lawmakers recently, and uh, um, I know there was an interim study last week on uh, trying to get nuclear energy uh, as part of uh, the energy diversity here in the state.
1: Yeah, you know, there's some of these micro-nuclear plants that they're looking at that would actually, um, you know, power individual big manufacturing, you know, million-square-foot manufacturing, big energy users, uh, so that's something that that we're looking at as a state. But we just believe in more of everything. Let's let American companies innovate and meet the needs of Americans because here here's the deal when 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 government gets involved and starts mandating and putting their thumbs on a scale and trying to say you shouldn't use oil and gas like the Biden administration's doing, they're canceling uh, you know drilling permits, they're making it so difficult for this industry, the coal plants, what that does is it's a tax on Americans. Everything that we get from the from the grocery store uh, to the sporting goods stores moves uh, in our economy, and and it costs more when, when when energy costs more. And so we need to be energy independent. We need to sell to our allies instead of having to buy from our from our enemies. We're blessed in America with wonderful natural resources, and we need to take advantage of that. And uh, you know. The other thing that I remind people, Oklahoma, we're number, we're number two in the entire country in wind energy. And so we, we're not afraid of, of alternatives. We just don't want you to mandate stuff, and we don't want you to incentivize certain things over oil and natural gas. Let the free markets determine what we should be using, and that's the best way to, to do it. Otherwise, you kind of leak into socialism, and then you've got poverty, and you've got Uh, You know oppression. Uh, We believe in a capitalist market, and we let American companies meet the needs of Americans.
0: Also, there's word of a solar farm coming to the Miko area here in the next uh, couple of years. I guess.
1: You know, uh, absolutely. I mean, there's all kinds of investments in uh, in solar. Hydrogen is something we're looking at, Um, and at the same time, I mean, there's new technologies with uh, with carbon capture, with uh, injection injecting carbon into wells for. Uh, enhanced oil recovery so you know oklahoma companies have been innovating for uh, uh over a century now and leading the way and, and uh, i just think i just love telling oklahoma's energy story and by the way when i go to dc and represent our state and we meet with ambassadors and other states ambassadors from around the world they all they want to talk about is energy because in their country this is something oklahomans is very interesting i didn't know until i became governor they pay a third more for the utility costs in Europe that we do. And then you look at the Russia-Ukraine war and the disruption there, and now Germany is rebuilding coal plants. Uh, it's, just, it's just crazy because basically we've got to – when you flip your light switch on and, or you plug in your, your electric vehicle or, or, or whatever, you, where does that generation come from? And that's, that's something that we need to know and think about. And not let the politics, uh, you know, tell you that somehow we can get by with just solar or wind. It's just simply not true. We have to have a base load. We've got to have an all of the above approach.
0: There's been discussion about uh, trying to improve Oklahoma's uh, power grid because of what happened with the uh, winter storm Uri a, a couple of years ago. So, uh, how how could we do that? How can we make that happen where we don't have these uh, incredibly expensive, uh, you know, energy. Uh, home and residential bills that we got uh, uh, with with that, with the result of that?
1: You know, great, great question. You know, first off, uh, you know, I'm working on permitting reform. And uh, because we do need more transmission lines, we want to make sure that, you know, projects don't take 10 years. I'll give you one example. I talked to a a CEO that had an existing pipeline. It was a big-time, you know, national company. And, uh, existing pipeline, he was trans, he was turned into a carbon capture pipeline, and it was in California, and it was going to take 10 years for an existing pipeline, uh, to be, to be converted. Uh, we know this in Oklahoma, how ridiculous some of these permits are. Um, and so we need permitting reform. I'll tell you this another thing, I, I met with the Canadians, and <clears throat> did you know there's already two pipelines from Canada to Cushing, Oklahoma? The third pipeline was going to be called the Keystone XL. But there's already two pipelines. We know that the safest way to move oil and natural gas is by pipelines and not by trains or trucks. But unfortunately, you know, the left and and just, you know, some, some super far left people, they just they want to cancel make sense projects that would literally drive down the cost of energy for Americans and our allies. And, uh, and, and, and for what? It just it just makes no sense. It's all politics. And, and I think the American people, and Oklahoma specifically, they know how stupid that is.
0: I know you're disappointed about uh, the announcement that Panasonic's not coming to Oklahoma. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Well, that's more of a uh, – we, we, we had them. They had, a, they had it approved by their board. There was going to be two plants. One was going to be built, the first one in Kansas. Uh, but basically, that's another example – Uh, that they're just seeing the demand fall for electric vehicles. Um, And so that was one of the reasons that was going to be a battery plant. And when they're going to be built investing, you know, billions of dollars, they've got to make sure they have customers to purchase those batteries to put into their electric vehicles. And therefore, so they started seeing sales go down. Uh, We just saw Hertz rental car um, are just jettison. They're selling 20,000 electric vehicles in their fleet right now. Um, And so, I don't, I don't think Americans are there. That's why the mandates are so stupid. Uh, you've got certain states like California and Michigan that literally are trying to tell uh, all of the car manufacturers that you can't sell combustion engines by you know, 2030. They pick some arbitrary date out there. And um, that's why we would never allow that to happen in Oklahoma. And listen, I've got friends that drive Teslas. If you want to drive an electric vehicle, drive an electric vehicle. Uh, we just don't think it's the government's job to mandate what vehicle you drive. Uh, if you want to drive an F-250 King Ranch diesel, that's awesome. Do it. Um, and so that's that's America. And so I just think we need to have an honest conversation about what's happening right now.
0: I've got this uh, legislative session coming up in uh, less than two weeks, but you've called a, a special session for next week. So talk about talk about the timing of that.
1: Yeah, you know, that was uh, very interesting. And the reason I did that is because we need to get a tax cut done for Oklahomans. Um, First off, I want Oklahomans to understand me. I would never suggest that we cut revenue below expenses, okay? Uh, But when we have excess revenue, what are we going to do with that? Do we believe in bigger government, or do we give it back to the taxpayer in the form of a tax cut? It's that simple. Uh, We have record savings right now. It's over $5 billion. Uh, We have plenty of revenue to give Oklahomans a tax cut or a pay raise. And that's what I'm trying to do. I've I've called the legislature in three times now and um, asking for a tax cut for Oklahomans instead of growing government. And uh, we haven't got it done. So so my job, trust me, if I could write the laws, they would already be done. Oklahomans would already have probably a 2% tax cut because since I've been governor, We've had it just record record jobs, low unemployment, record savings, record revenue, and uh, I don't want to I don't want grow government. I just philosophically don't believe in that, but I want Oklahomans to understand there's people in the Senate that have a philosophical difference. They want to spend your money, and that's why this time I asked the legislature, just put it up for a vote. Just put it up for a vote. That's all I'm asking, and the House, just so you know this, the House of Representatives has passed it every single time. And so I want you to call your senators, find out, make sure that they're standing with the governor. If you believe in smaller government, if you want if you think it's the government's money and you want them to create more government programs and spend it, then that's that's we can have an honest debate about that. But I just believe that we're going to put ourselves in a bad situation if we keep spending and raising expenses every single year.
0: Let's talk about the the work to expand broadband services to rural parts of the state. I know we've got the the state broadband office that's working uh, on that, and uh, it just can't come soon enough. Oh, absolutely! Yeah,
1: we we set that up. We've got, uh, I think it's about eight hundred million dollars uh, that we've set out set aside for uh, access all over rural Oklahoma, and that's super important for for me personally because you know, when you think about, I want to be the education governor and I want to make sure that every kid has, has, uh, equal opportunities to succeed. And we need high-speed internet. Uh, people can work from home. So we're attracting people from, you know, bigger cities and other states to come to Oklahoma. And, um, so we're working on it. Our goal is 98% of Oklahoma high speed connected, uh, by 2030. And, and, uh, we're, we're, we're moving, we're moving, uh, right now. And, Mike Sanders is doing a great job of leading that office, and we're working with the private sector to get those bids out there and get uh, fiber in the ground.
0: Uh, your relationship with Oklahoma Native American tribes has not been the best. Have uh, you been working to improve that?
1: Well, first off, I would I I want to tell I want to tell Oklahomans I've got a great relationship with uh, individual tribal members. I'm actually a tribal member myself. Uh, I'm a fourth generation Oklahoman. All my cousins are. Uh, rodeo Cowboys a Rodeo and in the Indian Rodeo Association and, and uh, but when it comes to you know the big big uh, tribes that are huge businesses in our state and they're trying to take advantage of Oklahomans to get special deals, uh, then absolutely. Uh, my job is to is to stand up and get the best deal for the state of Oklahoma and I wouldn't be doing my job if I just auto renewed. Um, contracts that, that weren't fair for a free market system and for other businesses as well. So, um, we, we've got great tribes, great heritages in our state. Uh, but big businesses, uh, I believe have to pay, um, you know, an, the same thing that everybody else does. And I'll give you an example. Right now, Strobel is a tax case and Oklahomans need to kind of research this. It was before our street, Supreme Court that was argued, um, uh, this week, um, or maybe it was last week. Uh, anyway, just uh, in the last in the last few days, the Strobel case was argued. Strobel is the case that says that an Indian doesn't have to pay taxes in the state of Oklahoma. Okay, so think about that for a second. Uh, and also, the Chickasaws, Choctaws, Creeks, Seminoles, and um, Cherokees all signed a letter in support of that position, saying Indians don't have to pay taxes. So now you have a case. So just let me just explain that. Now you have a doctor that lives in Tulsa it happens to be a percentage of Cherokee and they don't have to pay taxes and a single mom of another race does. And again, I want lower taxes, but if one race doesn't pay taxes, then I've asked the legislature, you pass a law that nobody pays taxes because I can't have two sets of justice systems, um, based on race. I mean, I can't even believe that's so un-American. I can't even believe people would even argue for that. Uh,
0: one final question, uh, governor and, uh, uh, education Secretary Ryan Walters has been uh, under the microscope of late. so just talk about, uh, about your thoughts of, of, of his work.
1: Yeah, well first off, big picture, um, I've, we've put first off, I believe that, that we want the exact same thing all over Oklahoma regardless of, of your political affiliation or where you live in the state. And that's the best education for our kids. Uh, we want the best opportunity. The goal that I always focus on is let's become top ten in education, top ten in reading, and uh, and I believe the way you can accomplish that is getting the best teachers in the classroom. And so we've given our wonderful school teachers a pay raise the last uh, two times since I've been in office, um, and then and then also we believe in more options, more school choice, education freedom. Not every kid learns the same way, and so we have injected more options for parents because. School choice shouldn't be just for the rich. It should be for every single family. So, uh, for example, I, I have—if any of you were governor, you would have—I have parents call me and they just say, "Governor, I, I live in a certain zip code with really uh, high dropout rates, and I don't have any options because I'm, I'm a single parent, and, and I've got and my kid's getting into drugs or hanging out with the wrong crowd. Can you please help me? I need to get him to another school." or her to another school. And now we pass that. We passed open transfer. We passed what's called the education tax credit. So now that parent can take that kid and go to the school of their choice. And I just love that because why is the government standing in the way of a parent's decision of what's best for their kids? The, God gave kids to their parents, not to the government. Let's let them choose what's, what's the best education for them. And so Anyway, those are the things we're doing. Uh, I know Walters is handling that. He's separately elected than I am. Uh, but I think he's passionate about education, uh, freedom, and, uh, and, and and making sure that parents are, are getting their kids in the best opportunity
0: possible. Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt on our Cool Conversation program today.